Welcome to Radio Training School Time Capsule Class 2020, and we are with Ellie Marsden, age 19. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm doing. I'm, <laughs> I'm going. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a radio nickname? I, I mean, they they call me like Els, like E L L S. I don't mind it. I think it's all right. You don't mind it, but do you well, like it? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I like I like nicknames. I never had nicknames in like high school or anything. So for me, like nicknames, because like Ellie's such a short name, and it's not short for anything. So it's like, well, my parents convinced me that Ellie was short for Elspeth. That's another story. That's another. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. No, um, yeah, Els is good. Els. So are you doing a show right now? I mean, currently. I'm on with Viggs, um, Els and Viggs for on Soul from twelve till three. How's it going? It's kind of it's a full time thing, like finding content all the time and um, putting it all together and being interesting. So. It's uh, it's a time, but you know I'm I'm enjoying myself. I just don't think on airs for me. Like, no, why? Ah, oh, um, I suppose it's kind of a. I prefer to be, like be behind the scenes. I like prepping content and ha- making up content and figuring out fun stuff to do. But then when I know that I also have to do it, I kind of pull back a little bit. I'd love to like be behind the scenes and like organize events and giveaways and all that kind of stuff. Where that's like my bread and butter. That's I love being behind the scenes. We're gonna talk about this a bit oh, later. Okay. But where did you grow up? Uh, well, I was originally born in the UK, um, in Norfolk, and I I went to I actually started school there because you start school at four in the UK. So um, I turned four, started school, and then emigrated in November, and I grew up in Cambridge in the Waikato, mm-hmm. um, which is it's a nice little area. It's a small town. We had a little house in Martangi, and then we moved to Leamington in Cambridge and stayed in Leamington. Um, it's an interesting town. It's um, it's quite an aged population. I'm not going to get into that, but it's um, not the not the most lovely people. Um, if you're not if you go against the grain of the community. Why did you choose to come and study radio? It's kind of an interesting one. So um, one day in year seven in primary school, well, it's technically middle school, year seven and eight. But um, mm-hmm. my school was still primary school. We didn't move to middle school. So my parents come to me and they're like, oh, we're planning on doing some radio stuff um, for our business because my parents run like a garage door business. And they're like, do you want to try it? And it wasn't really something I'd ever thought about because I didn't even know like radio was an industry. Most people say that to me. Um, and so I was kind of like, yeah, I'll give it a go. I'll come see what's going on. And so they got me out into the booth to try it out. And they're like, you're really good. <laughs> And apparently they played a, at the um, Media Works in Hamilton. They played a game where they took my voice file around and they showed it to people and ch- they tried to guess how old I was. Um, <laughs> and I got answers like 24 and 25. And I was uh, well, 12. At the time. Oh, my God. I was 12. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. And then um, it's what kind of motivated me throughout um, high school because I, I had a real like rough time in high school. Didn't think I was good at too much. Like, um, you know, people always found a way to thing to pick on me, stuff like that. That's irrelevant. Um, it, w- it was a main motivator to complete high school because, um, you know, I was originally aiming for um, the Ara Institute down in Christchurch. Mm-hmm. Um, not as a like, oh, it's a better school, but just because it was the only one I knew about. And then um, a course came up in Hamilton and my careers advisor at the high school approached me and she's like, hey, um, there's this course happening in Hamilton with some guys from Auckland. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I went down and met Kim and Ra Um, and actually Charlotte as well. 
Really? So, uh, yeah, so I did a course with Charlotte in Hamilton. I don't know why she went all the way down to Hamilton when they run them here. But, you know, regardless, lovely person to me. Um, it was this, like, little group of, I think, about seven people. And, um, yeah, so Kim and Ra ran it. And they did, like, stuff with us. We got NCEA credits for it. And they were like, oh, are you do, you, do you want to apply for our course next year? And I'm like, yeah, why not? What kind of personality trait do you think is best for radio? Oh, I don't know. I think as long as you're able to spin a good yarn, I feel mm-hmm. like as long if you can talk about anything and make it interesting, you'll be good on radio. Like if if you can like if you're really desperate for segments and you're like, "Oh, you know what? I could talk <laughs> about the different uses of carrots." No one's nothing's stopping you, you know? Sure. Like and as long as you can make it interesting, you know, it's great being able to just pull content out of anywhere and just use it. So I feel like you know, at least on air radio, that's an important skill. I think even with people behind the scenes, you know, like being able to talk to um, clients and, and sponsors and all that kind of stuff, like it's being able to spin a yarn with them. I just think the ability to speak is very good. And what, and what is your, you definitely have it, but what is your, uh, according to you, what's your best? My best? Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious me. I guess, like you just said it, I'm able to talk about literally anything. <laughs> and I can confirm this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I guess I'm, I can do that. But I just don't like being on air. <laughs> What kind of radio do you like? Oh, is this like a music-wise? Um, Both. I, I really like... Um, I, I hate talk back with a passion. The ones that have... Mm. They just talk about, like... Nothing and opinions. Yeah, mm. opinions. I, I, I stay away from it. It's too exhausting. It's you know it, draining. Yeah, I mean, if you're interested in it, it's absolutely great. You know, thing to do. Um, otherwise, I like, um, I like some of the older stations. Like, I like more older music. Um, 80s, bit of 70s, 60s, um, l- like early 90s. Um, but also, I like you know things like More FM as well. Where it's mm-hmm. like there's a mixture of stuff. I don't know. I just um, the ones I hate are like the hit stations that play like. So what then, do you listen? What, uh, I wise. I kind of I like listening to More FM and like the Breeze. The Breeze is a good one. Like the Breeze, the, the Waikato local station. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah, I I kind of I just kind of like flick through stations. I do like a good bit of the rock, and mm-hmm. and um, Hodaki's nice as well. I don't know. I like more of the ones that have like a mixture of songs as opposed to like most recent hits or, or oldies, like loads of oldies. Like, you know, I like to discover new stuff at the same time. Do you have any favorite announcer? I don't. You don't? I don't. Literally, I don't listen to that much radio. Yes. Um, so for me, uh, I used to listen to a lot of Fletch, and Vo- Fletch Vaughn and Megan in the mornings, like back when I was in high school, because like driving to school in the morning, you know, I liked listening to like Fact of the Day and stuff. Um, I did like, oh, what were their names? They moved to Australia, um, but they're with, um, I think they're with ZM. And oh, I can't remember their names. It's like Jay and Flynn or something. I can't remember. They like... They were announcers in New Zealand and then they moved to Australia to work with a different station, but they still broadcast in New Zealand. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm a bit stuck on that one, to be fair. <laughs> what um, what radio means to you? Oh, I think radio is like motivation for me. I, I feel like it was that goal I've been striving for for so long. And then to finally like be here, it's rewarding. It's like... Or, you know, I, I was fully ready to, like, drop out of high school at times. I was like, nah. And then I get here and I'm like, oh, 
doing it. I guess also it's like a, um, you know, it's a, how do I explain it? I said this in my interview with Ara, and I think this is also another reason why they don't accept me. I feel like it's a company thing. Um, in a, in a, you know, like you're in the car, you can listen to someone talk. If you live by yourself, you can listen to people chatting and going ahead and you can interact if you want, you know, there's loads of stuff that the radio does that helps people who are like lonely, I guess, or like, you know, doing stuff where you could feel lonely. Um, that makes a presence. Yeah. Kind of. mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, radio is a lot of things to me and it's kind of hard to put into words, but Put on a personal level, it's a you know success, motivation, um, achievement thing. But I feel like in a as a whole, it's like a you know something to be there when other people can't be. I guess I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> How do you see? Okay, big question because yeah? this is the time capsule. Ooh. How do you see yourself in ten years, radio wise? Oh, I could not tell you for the life of me, because um, <laughs> obviously I'm going to doing comms. Uh, a communications degree for three years. Do you see yourself in the industry? I don't know. I genuinely could not tell you. Um, I I enjoy, you know, the making and producing adverts. I like behind the scenes stuff. But um, at the end, I feel like because this is the thing I've done first, it's more likely that I'll go in that direction for sure. The thing is, is I had a complete breakdown because someone told me to go do a musical theatre degree and I was like, there's other options and I had a full-on breakdown. <laughs> I'm like, I can't change my plan this much. No, and now I just don't plan because it's too much. How do you see yourself in 10 years personally? Oh. Maybe this one is easier though. Goodness gracious, I hope I don't change much. I like where I am now. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I don't know. Um, maybe with a bit more plants. Uh... Maybe like with a fish, um, uh, hopefully earning money, um, hopefully keeping myself afloat, um, hopefully in a relationship. Like um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, I kind of just let things happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I found planning too much was just making me miserable. So I mean, yeah. I you know, as long as I can afford to still live in Auckland, I can get a few more plants. Maybe spruce up the flat a little bit if I'm still in the flat get a fish if I can you know that's cool with me what are you gonna find when you will walk out from this time capsule I feel like um there's there's gonna be a lot of unrest for a while I don't I think we're gonna have to adapt to a new normal um different Mm. things at the borders um how we deal with illnesses especially um You know, um, goodness, we don't even know the effects of the people, you know, long term on the people who have, you know, caught COVID, you know, and how we're going to support those people. Um, It's it's just it's just going to be I think it's going to be unrest for a little while. And then we're going to kind of like 2030 should be when things are smooth again, hopefully. Do you have a message for Ellie in 10 years? Let people call you red. It's really cool. It's a really cool thing. In fact, tell people to call you red. Do like, you think you'll still have red hair? Oh, yeah. In 10 years? I, I hope I... Oh, depends, because if I start going grey, you know, if I if I start going grey, I will be any colour under the sun. My family, <laughs> my mum went grey quite young. Yeah? So if I start going grey, thank God. I'm what? so glad. Um, <laughs> At nah, least you'll I have d- hair. <laughs> oh, you know what? Maybe I'll shave it all off for fun. Um, oh, nah, yes. I Love it. I just like the name Red anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, because right now you're not letting people calling you Red? No, I like 
like I, it's just like um, it was something a weird old guy called me in an elevator he was like so this is funny man so this is going off topic just a little bit funny man who lives in my building um, got into the lift with me and two other people from course and and this was in my building and he's like oh um, if you guess a number and you guess it right and you email it to me I'll give you a million dollars I'll give you a million dollars each like are you earning money do you need a job you need to be 18 and then he called me red and I'm like I like that name thank you old man <laughs> So yeah, uh, so Rez, let people. That's your yeah, that's your yeah. advice um, for you in ten years. Your message for you in ten years. Ah, uh, what else? Oh, that was something else. Um, yeah, uh, stop being a doormat. That would be cool. Um, maybe like learn to cook as well. I'd love. I'd <laughs> please, please that's start feeding yourself well. Um, <laughs> keep your plants alive. Check your soil for mites. Know how to wash your roots and stuff. That's a cool one. Um, please don't, like, keep buying clothes. Like, learn to recycle. Zero waste. That's cool. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I can't. I will just keep talking to you, future me, and you'll be like, oh, God, oh, no. Gosh. <laughs> what was I doing at 19? Oh. Well, yeah, the list can go on and on, I guess. Yeah. It's a long time being alone in this time capsule. So Larry, one of our teachers, has some words for Ellie to keep her company during this decade. What is Ellie's best quality? Ellie is, is organized. Um, she talks a lot. <laughs> so it's both a positive and a negative. <laughs> How do you see her in 10 years? I think, again, for Ellie, it's been a, another, this course has been a, a journey of understanding Ellie and realising what Ellie can do. And I think she uh, has surprised herself that she has been able to do certain things because, again, um, probably has come from a point of view where she hasn't understood that in fact she's a most competent, capable person. And how do you see her in the radio industry? Um, I think it, it's a difficult one to know, to be honest, but I really do think that she's, um, she's very capable of doing a myriad of things. Um, she's, her, her um, understanding and her research is been most positive so maybe it is in, in that background area maybe not necessarily in radio but it could be in some research field or some such thing I think she'll succeed very well thank you for sharing your time with us today we are going to close the early 2020 time capsule now see you in yeah. 10 years see you in 10 years bye 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 <laughs> this is time capsule time capsule